Alright, we're going to do now a Parshish Boi, we're going to do Hamishi, that's in chapter 12, verse 21, Perikid Beis, Pasich of Aleph. So, in the previous uh, Parsha, we learned about Hashem's command to Moshe Rabbeinu, um, telling him about the Chodesh, uh, about the mitzvahs of the, um, of the Korban Pesach. But it's interesting that it doesn't begin there... Um, Hashem doesn't say, speak to the elders of Bnei Yisrael, or speak to the Bnei Yisrael. The passage begins, Then it says, Dabru el kol adas Yisrael. So Hashem says them to speak to the entire Jewish community. So over there it says, you should speak to the Jewish community, but it doesn't say, he's telling them, that's what the passage says over there. And... Um, it tells them all the laws, but here it says, Yisrael." So there was a certain order the way Moshe Rabbeinu would teach the Torah. We will learn in Rashi later on the way they would teach, you know, God teach the Torah. Yeah. But anyway, so let's start the Pasha. So Vayikra Moshe, but Moshe calls lechol zikne Yisrael to all the elders of Yisrael. Now, what does it mean here to the chol zikne Yisrael? Who are these elders? Remember, Rashi said before. Uh, is it possible to gather all the elders of Yisrael of 600,000 people? Uh, and Rashi says over there that Zikni Yisrael means the those who were miyuchodim liyeshiva, I believe that's Lashon Rashi there, those who were designated. So the Zikni Yisrael means not just the elders, but it means in the physical sense, meaning that they're older, it also means the important people of Israel. That's what Rashi, that's what Rashi uh, translated before. And he says to them, now, I guess, in this case, Hashem's command to Dabra Adas B'nei Yisrael is done through the Zikne Yisrael. And then later on, maybe they gave it over, or together with them they gave it over. So, he says to them, Mishchu Ukchu Lochem Mishchu means draw, draw forth, and take for yourself sheep. For your families, and Shech the Pesach. As we learned before, the Pesach is because of the Dilug and the Kfitza. And Hashem jumped over the houses of the of the Jews from Mitzvah to Mitzvah, jumped over the, the house of the Jews. That's why it's called the Pesach. That's the name Pesach. Now, Rashi already said before the reason why it says Mishchu is because they were. Rashi explains why did they wish to give him this mitzvah now. So Rashi says, he says, Mishchu, first of all, they should draw away their hand from David Zorah. And then they should take the tzoyim for the uh, service of Hashem for the Korban Pesach. So Mishchu, first take away, Mishchu, first draw away, and then But that's the Taich in Masim and Chorish, I believe, or whatever Rashi brought down before. But here Rashi says in the Pashtip Shat, what does it mean, Mishchu? Draw forth. What does it mean, Mishchu? Whoever has uh, sheep shall draw from his own. So Mishchu, you don't have to buy. Mishchu means draw, take, take, take your sheep. If you have a sheep alone, you can just take your own. Okechu means that you should purchase. Um, what does it mean? Misha if you don't have Yikhman Ashuk should buy from the marketplace. Now again, you know, I guess the Jews were slaves there, but still they had sheep and they were had money to buy. 
I mean, they didn't yet um, they didn't yet uh, take the spoil of at least it doesn't say that they took yet the spoil of the of of, of Egypt uh, yet. Uh, maybe they had the money yet over there. But um, tells them to buy So he says means to the families as the pasuk said before, sell the base of his a fair a sell for the family. And Rashi said before. Um, if the family members were needed more than one, then you would, uh, then you, if the family lived in in um, in, in more than one house um, and you needed more or less, as the pasuk spoke about. Uh, but as long as everybody needs to have a part in the korban pesach, pasuk chav base. Now here are some more details which weren't uh, mentioned in the uh, previous. Pasuk, uh, Psukim, which in God's instruction to Moshe, but Moshe is telling them some more instructions which are not recorded before, but this is also, of course, part of what Hashem told him. So in Pasuk Chabezi tells them, Ulekachtem, that you shall take Agudas Eza, Agudas means a bundle, bundle together of Eza. Eza is a kind of grass which is called Hesop, they, they, try, they translate it. That's a kind of a, of a grass. Yeah. So take a bundle of this hisop, utvaltem badom asher basaf, and you should dip it into the blood that's going to be in the saf. Saf is in the in the in the, in the basin, because you remember Rashi said before that they were supposed to take from the blood when they shechted. They took the right the blood from the from the cut the blood, but they didn't take it in their hand. They took it in the in, in a bucket. That's what Rashi says. So they take. They dip the bundle of hisop that they took, and they dip it into the blood that's in the saf, that's in the bucket. And you shall extend, touch to the lintel and to the two side posts. Now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, before it says first posts and then lintel. Here he switches it around. Um, so you should touch, extend to them, from the uh, blood that is in the uh, basin. Then it says, And you do not go out from your entrance of the house until the morning. You know, you've got to stay in the house, not, not to go out. That's the night of, of Pesach, when Hashem is going to make a Makas Bukhiris. So Tarashi, what is Ezov? A Hisop? So Tarashi, that's a kind minyeric, it's a species uh, of an herb that has thin stalks. Uh, I guess it has givelim thin stalks because that's used to touch it with them. You know, you can dip it in, it's, uh, and it's like long, long pieces, so you can actually dip it into the blood and then you can touch with it uh, the lintel and the doorpost. Didn't they spread the whole. No, they just. No. We see what they did. You see the whole doorpost. Um, let's see what Rashi says in a minute. Agudas Ezev, how much is a bundle of the hisop? It doesn't say how much. Rashi, Shloisha Klochim, three stalks, Kurin Aguda is called a bundle. You have three, that's called an Aguda. Asher Basaf, that's in the, you dip it in the blood that's in the Saf. Again, Bechli. Saf means a Kli, a basin, in a, in a, in a vessel. Kamayim Malachim, Bez Yud, Bez Yud, Alet, Sipois Kesef, meaning over there. Sap is kesef. The sap, those are uh, uh, 
kelim uh, of, of silver, uh, silver vessels. Now the pasuk says again, you should touch to the mezuzah min hadom asher basof. Why does he have to say again min hadom asher basof? Not just saying we got no maskev and asleam mezuzahs. Why? Why again from the blood that is in the sof? Yeah. So Rashi, lama chazer v'shanei. Why does he have to repeat and say it again? You should not say that there's one dip for the three givings. Which means you're putting it on three places, right? You're putting it on the lintel and the two side posts, right? It says again, that's in Adam Shabbat That means that every time you have to dip it again. You dip it once, and then you dip it and give it. You dip it again, and, 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 and then you smear again. So you dip so, it two times, then you yeah. it No, each time. No, each time you dip it in. One immersion. Uh, therefore, it says again that it's in the basin to indicate that every sprinkling shall be from the blood that is in the basin. Right? Kol nisina nisina. Every time you give it, it's been adama shevasaf. I'll call out God for everyone. Tvilah. You have to dip it in. So that means that you have to, when you dip it in, you put it again. Now, again, in the order over here, I don't know if it meant, makes a difference. So here it says first to touch the mashkif. Uh, that's Mashiach Rabbeinu telling them. And then you touch the two mezuzahs. Which mezuzah comes first? Bechlal, you probably say the right, right? Like the mezuzah. Even the Hanukkah, what comes on the left is only when you have the mezuzah on the right. There's no mezuzahs yet over there, on the doors. So which mezuzah probably comes to the right and it comes first, and then the left. But here it says you put on the mashkif. On the, um, uh, on the mashkif. So you do the mashkif first over here. Mashkev is the lintel is on the top, oh, the stopper that you know the piece of the beam oh, that stops the door. You do the mashkev, then you do the two sides. But here it says that's what it says here. But in, in Hashem's instruction says um, um, over there it says but first the mashkev and then the mezuzah. So they get up on a ladder. I don't know. Ladder? If it's so high, ba'atam lo yisaitu yotrashi magid shem. So why is Hashem telling them not to go out? Because Magid, this teaches us that once a destroyer is given permission to destroy he does not uh, make a difference. He doesn't distinguish between the righteous and the evil. So therefore, he said not to go. And Laila Rishus L'Machablimho uh, Laila, the nighttime is a um, is a time that uh, destroyers are given permission. So they give permission to to go ahead and 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 and, and kill the bad people. Shemaz says, "Tilim kuvdal Hashem gives permission to the mas to the mashkis. So sometimes the mashkis to to do because says There they swarm all the animals of the of the forest. Basically, meaning it's a a metaphor for the Rishayim. So, um, therefore, it's uh, something where Hashem says that they shouldn't go at night, uh, that they should stay at home. Now, I, I don't understand it, because the Rashi is a little bit uh, a little difficult for me. If Rashi is trying to tell us why they should stay that night in, or why a person shouldn't go out ever at night. This Rashi, that Rashi ends up with that would be a reason not to go out anytime. Shinemar then to swarm all the animals of the forest, you know that's a reason not to not 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 to go whatever, right? 
uh, Fakir, the night of Pesach in the future became a little shimurim that became a guarded night. Hashem says that Hashem guards it and we need less protection, but that's that happened afterwards, after he went out of its time. But the but my question is Meilev, Rashi first is trying to say I would think what does it mean it is to, to destroy the, the, uh, the Egyptians because the, even though Hashem did it it says Hashem himself but the Hashem had with, along with him also the Mashchis the Mashchis was the destroyer so since the, the destroyer so you, maybe you would think that because Hashem had it that because he was allowing to punish the 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 so Hashem doesn't allow at the same time you can get a tzaddik also. The Rashi says Magid. This teaches us. How does this pasuk teach us? Because you know, if you're saying from the pasuk by Simer Kachasiyar and tell us all the time, um, I think what Rashi is trying to tell you over here, just like at that night you weren't supposed to go out because of the danger. So likewise, don't ever go out at night time. Right, think that Magidis teaches us. Just like at that time, that particular time, the danger, that danger had nothing to do with the night time, that danger over there. That danger had to do with the fact that Nitrishus Lamashkis. It happened to be at night time. But the danger was, why was the danger there? Because the danger was because they were killing the Bechiris, the firstborn. So, therefore, Rashi is saying to you, I mean, it's a bit like a Rashi is saying, Magi, this teaches you, so therefore, since Bechlal, Laila, Lashus, Lamachadim, who? And Mamela, don't go on at night time for this reason. But this is not because of the night time. I mean, I don't know exactly how to touch it. If it's a regular night time, so how is this Magid? If this is Magid, it means because of that time, it's a particular bad time. If Rashi is telling you Magid, that is teaching you any Lila, don't go out, then it would make sense. Because from here we see, that's why they take you. So we know that once the Shulchan Einim Avchim Tzadik Rosha, therefore since Lila is Shushu Mechavim, don't go out. So God, Hashem will pass to smite Egypt. And he will see the blood on the lintel. Again, here says the lintel first, on the two door posts. Now, it's obvious when you, maybe when Hashem, if you imagine, first you come across the, the, the top, maybe. And then you see the side. And then Hashem will jump over the door. He won't allow the mashkis, the destroyer, to come into your house to do the plague. Now, what is his pasach? Uh, he will have pity. Let's keep over. But I think Rashi touched before that Pesach means both. Before, when Rashi was uh, bringing down touching on Perikid Beis, Pesachid Gimel, so Rashi already touched the word Pesachti. Rashi also touched over there the Chamalti. And he brings a similar, he said, he jumps over and he escapes. But then Rashi says, uh, That's like Rashi says, 
it, it almost seems like, um, and I think in the Rashi over there is mashma that Hashem jumps over because He has mercy, like you know, He He sort of it's a, together, like He's jumping over because He doesn't want to smite them. Right. Hashem will not give. In other words, he will not grant him the ability to come. Won't he won't grant the ability? What means Vilayitain? Hashem will not give. What means Hashem will not give? Give him the power. He won't give him the, won't give him the ability to come. Kimai, like it says in Breshis Lamadal of Zion, it says also Vilayinisonai Elikim Lahora Imadi. Hashem didn't give him. What do you mean Hashem didn't give him? Hashem didn't give him the ability uh, to do uh, to do bad to me. Um, this is what Yaakov was, I think, telling his um, his wives about their father, about Lavan. And you shall keep this matter for a statue for you, Ulvanecha, and for your children, Adoilam forever. That this is something which uh, they need to do uh, forever. What what does it mean? They need to do this statue forever. Uh, that what that they uh, not 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 they putting the dam on the mashke for the state mezuzas. No, and not not going out of the houses. That's that's just at that, that time, right? So what and the mishkul chulachem tzayin the mishlechis and shachta posach. It's only uh, only at that year. Uh, only that that was only one time. So what what does the pasuk mean here when it says here? That uh, as the pasuk tells you in the next pasuk, pasuk of hey, and it shall come to pass when you come into the land, when you enter the land of Eretz Yisrael, that God gives you, as he spoke, then you should guard, you should observe this uh, this service. So. So, in other words, that they have to come to the land before they're starting to do the celebration. So, Kedashi told HaKosuv Mitzvah Zu to be awesome to Aretz. The Torah hinged and said that this mitzvah is only when they come into the land of Yisrael. And in the desert, they were not obligated. They only in one Pesach. So, when we say, it means, but in Midbar, only Pesach Echad. That they made in the second year, that was That was by the instruction of Hashem. That was like a, a, a an exception that Hashem made and told them at that point. But nothing from this pasuk, not from here, uh, was uh, applies to there. Here, this applies for the Pesach Doiris. What's going to happen in other generations? Uh, so now he says, spoken. Where did Hashem say? Uh, so he says, I will bring you to the land. Now it seems to me, what is Mikasha Dibir? Hashem has said hundreds of times that he's going to take him. No, he said it. He said it to Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Why did Rashi bring down one Pasik? I guess that's the place where Hashem is actually, when Moshe Rabbeinu is quoting Hashem. Uh, to the Bnei Yisrael directly, Vevesi Eschem, because the Pesach says, Kashit Hashem Lochem Kasher Diber. It's almost like I spoke to you. Kasher Diber, he spoke to other times, many times. But where did Hashem speak Lochem? Is Hashem Lochem Kasher Diber? 
that took place by uh, in Shmoyz Vavches when Moshe Rabbein in Parshas Vayi at the beginning Moshe Rabbein is coming to talk to them. Uh, then he's telling them what Hashem has spoken. Pasuk Chavav. And it will come to pass if your children will tell to you, What is this service to you? What is it that you're doing? What is this service? They're going to do the Pesach. They're going to do the, 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 the Pesach as the Torah is going to explain. But right now it's not yet said. They're only saying what they did in the first time, but as we explain. But they'll ask you, What is this? Then you shall say, Zevach Pesachu Hashem. This is a Pesach sacrifice to Hashem. He jumped over the houses, and also it can be Pesach, he had mercy, as Rashi said before, that he jumped over the houses of the Bnei Yisrael in Egypt. When he plagued the Egyptians. But our homes he saved. So when he told it to the people, it says, Now, I don't know how the Om get here, before we talked about the Zikna Yisrael, right? The Pazik started off with, Now he goes over to Om over here. Um, so over here the Pazik says that, the people kneeled by Yishtachavu and they prostrated. So, evidently, is even though he called Zikna Yisrael, it must have been either representation of the people, or what does it mean, Om? The whole entire nation was there? Or Om, the people, the representatives of the people, they're called the Om? They're the nation? Okay? Or Om means just people. Om doesn't they mean the Mush, nation. Doesn't Moshe represent the nation? No, but Moshe is telling them. So why did they, but Rashi talks about, it says, and they kneeled. What's, you know what the difference between kneeling and prostrating? Kneel is you fall on your knees, you kneel. And when you prostrate, you, you totally spread out. Okay, so why did they do it? So they kneeled for the uh, good news about the redemption. Okay. Now, Moshe Rabbein has told them a long time ago about the redemption, and Pirates has been getting the plague. But I guess, happening. I guess the sense is that Hashem is telling them more specifically, more direct. So this is, I guess, the news as it's coming up, it's becoming stronger. So Abusuris Hagula about the news of the redemption, Ubiyas Haaretz, and going to the land. I mean, you can be redeemed from Mitzrayim and not go going to the land of Israel. So this is another thing. I'm very excited about going to Israel. And also the news of the children will have, because it says the children will ask them. So it means that there will be children in the future, so there will be the, the, the nation will continue. So the Bnei Yisrael went and did, as Hashem told Moshe, as Hashem told Moshe and Aaron, also so they did. Um, so it says that Yasu that the Bnei Yisrael did like Hashem and Moshe and Aaron, so they did. Now, what does he talk about the Yasu Bnei Yisrael? They did. So we're talking about the uh, at that particular time. Hashem is also telling them for the future. But what did he do at that particular time? Again, I want to make this point. All the instructions so far did not talk about what they should do in Pesach Mitzrayim, what they should do later on in the Reshechem. 
It only talked, we only learned about what they're supposed to do yeah. now at that particular time. We haven't learned what they're supposed to do in the future. It just says that it should be a chakam derisechem. We didn't learn anything yet. But over here it says they went and they did already. Dr. Ashi, now also I don't know, it says before it only mentions Moshe gathering them, but in the. Um, and previously we said that Hashem said to Moshe and Aaron, and they told them both Dabru Abne Israel, and Rashi over there actually commented that they both spoke together. But uh, over here it says um, that they, uh, they, it doesn't say like Moshe and Aaron spoke, it says, Kashetim Hashem is Moshe Aaron. See, it doesn't say not Kashetim Moshe Aaron, it doesn't say over here. It says, Kashetim Hashem is Moshe Aaron. Like Hashem spoke Moshe Aaron. In other places, there's a diuk when it says like this, like by Betzalel, when he made the Arun, we'll learn later on, over there there's a diuk in Rashi, that it says that he made the, um, that he made the, uh, Betzalel made, Kashetziv Hashem as Moshe. It says, and not like Moshe told him. And Rashi's diuk over there, because Moshe Rabbeinu told, said him to build, uh, first the Kalim, and then the uh, structure, then the Mishkan. And then he said, is that the way? First you build the Mishkan. And that's why it says, Kashet Tziva Hashem is Moshe. Kashet Tziva Hashem is Moshe. It's like Tziva Hashem. But like Hashem told him, because he knew better. He realized that Moshe so realized. Knew than he, because he was a structurist. How could you make a, if you make vessels, you don't have a Mishkan, where are you going to put him in? So, but here, I just wonder, there's a deal. Why did Moshe tell him? It doesn't say, Yachav Yasu Yisrael, Kasher Tziva Moshe. Kashet Tziva Hashem is Moshe. And can also, so they did something uh, that So let's see in the Rashi where Rashi is going to tie you there. So Rashi, first of all, Rashi wants to know did they then do it? Did they already made the Mishkan? No, no, that's not what I'm talking about the Mishkan. Mishkan. We're talking about here, did they already do it? He's telling them when. When was this Pasha told to them? When did Hashem tell them this Pasha? Right? Now, Going according, going according to the calculation that every Makkah is, is, is um, going that every Makkah is, 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 the warning is three weeks, and since so this is two weeks left, is two weeks left from Shkodesh Nisan till the 14th. So that means that there was one week in between from when they left Paris' house. Uh, so when the end of Makkah is Cheshach. So the conceivably, if if the if the Makas Bukhairis was on the fifteenth of 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 of, of Nisan, again Makas Bukhairis couldn't have last, lasted for seven days because Makas Bukhairis is just one knack and one night. Okay, but I guess the lead up to Makas Bukhairis, the three weeks. Yeah, by the way, I noticed today uh, this morning I was looking, I noticed in the Sifsa Chachomim on uh, on 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 when it says that all the Makas were six day that all the Makas were a week, we asked about the Makas Khashik. Choshech says three and three. It was only six days, so he says that there was an extra Lilo, Hashem paid back an extra day later on. It says that there was the darkness uh, by Vayom. It was Choshech, uh, so there was an extra day later on for Choshech to make up for the seven days. But anyways, that's this is Chum says that. Yeah, no, it was Sara Sara somehow. I don't, again, I don't know it's Cheshvah. I don't remember. Yeah, but there was one day over there. But so uh, I have a question: What were they missing? You, but I, over here, so one second. One, you said, you said, what's it, what's no, so since what this was the Rosh Chodesh, look at the Bichi. Bichi. So 
I want to say, so let, let, let me put it into perspective. I'm trying to figure out the dates over here. So I'm assuming if Makas Bukhayrus took place on the 15th, right? Okay. So a month before, again, I don't know, the four weeks, the month is also not clear to me. We talked about it, it says four weeks or a month, you know, all right. It's the same thing, four weeks. So, no, it's not the same thing. 28 days is four weeks and a month is 30 days. So whatever, but okay, but I'm not going yeah, how that... Seven days a week. Yeah, okay, you're right. four times seven is 28. <laughs> but that's... But that's another problem. I don't know. Rivia Chodesh Rashi says how to reconcile the the, the court. But whatever, whatever. But let's say approximately. So let's assume that if the 15th day of of, of Nisan was Makas Bechiris, so then a month before was the Makas Cheshch. So that was on the 15th day of of of, of you know Shushan Purim. That was when the 15th day of, of Purim was the Makas Cheshch, right? And your birthday. So. Uh, um, and then like, it says like It was light in there in, in, in the Marcus Prayer. We'll see later on. So in that case, in that case, in that case, then there was the time they were standing there when Hashem talked to him. There was one week in between. Then Hashem speaks to Moshe. Now there's a middle. There's also Hashem uh, it looks like there's really Moshe not indeed. Rashi says, why does it have to repeat it? Uh, it looks like that's uh, maybe that's just repeating the previous statement of Hashem, or, or or this is another time that Hashem appeared to him. I'm not sure about that. But anyways, Hashem meets with him again. Hashem is telling him on Rosh Chodesh. That's what we learned. It was Rosh Chodesh according to Achidush that Hashem was Rosh Chodesh, and it was then Hashem told him about on the tenth day. So now, Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them. So it says, Vayelcho Vayasu. This was Rosh Chodesh. So they went and they did. Trachrashi v'chikfar osu. Did they already did? Ba'alayim Rosh Chodesh namer lahem. But they said to them Rosh Chodesh. Elam ekivam shekivlu alayhem. Because since they accepted upon them, Ba'alayim kivlu osu. The Torah counts it for them as if they've already done. Now, I don't understand... The, the Rashi, the question of Rashi at all. The 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 next parsha, ne, next starting the next pasuk, we're going to start what took place at the Makas Bechiris, which was on the night of the fifteenth of Nisan. All this job had to be done beforehand. So, why is it a problem? The Vayel Chavayasu means they went and they did from that point and on. Until it came to the Makas Bukhiris. The story that the Torah continues in the next parish starts with what? That starts with the, the actual Makas Bukhiris. That starts with the 14th of Nisan by night. That's what it starts the Pusik. That's the next, that's, shish, that's, that's the Pusik uh, that Shishi starts with. So, and, and the Yidin leaving Mitzrayim. So, why wouldn't Vayel Chavayasu B'nai Yisrael that they went and they did Kashetziv Hashem as Moshe? So why 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 would there be a problem? I I I I don't understand the Rashi. What does it mean? Yes. So Moshe Rabbeinu, this whole statement that we just learned before was was Rishchaydish. Now, first of all, I want to tell you, it doesn't say it doesn't say over here. Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu on Rishchaydish. It also says Hashem told it to him Rosh towards the evening because Hashem showed him the moon Rosh Rashi brings down Im uh, by night time when when the, the sun sets. 
So it was already Sunday, it was the night, Rishchidosh night. So now, presumably, Moshe Rabbeinu told him right away, so as soon as he got the message, he didn't wait later, and Moshe calls the Zikna Yisrael, that took place the next day, presumably, that took place on Beis Nisan. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu tells them. So Rashi asks, Already he said from them, and here you're saying, they did. But who says that this this pasuk is not talking about uh, the next day? It's not talking about the second day of Rosh Chodesh. Moshe Rabbeinu told him on the second day of Rosh Chodesh Lachera, and then the Yidden did not on the second day on the tenth of the month, and they prospected it for four days, and they plows. I don't know what Rashi is asking Kashi here. But Rashi says So Rashi learns that they went and they did. It's talking about that happened. Immediately, this was on Monday. I mean, on the second day of Rosh Chodesh, on a business, and this happened, or the day right afterwards. It must have been business. Why do we have to say that Vayelchu Vayasu Bnei Yisrael was a business? Why can't we say Vayelchu Vayasu Bnei Yisrael till 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 uh, till Pesach, till the fifteenth? Vayelchu Vayasu Tarashi Afa Halicha Mona Hakosuf. The answer to my question is very simple. It's from the Lashon Rashi quotes, Vayelchu Vayasu Bnei Yisrael. What does it mean Vayelchu? From where did they go? They left, they left Moshe. So it's Mashma. It's not just that Vayelchu, it's Vayelchu Vayasu. They went and they did. The Lashon of Vayelchu is Mashma. They went right away. Not later on. As soon as they left, Vayelchu, that's what Rashi quotes it. Vayelchu Vayasu Bnei Yisrael. And they went and they did. So it seemed the fetish that they did it after as soon as they went. But and Rashi brings down also Vayelchu Vayasu. So Vayelchu Vayasu. So Rashi Afa Alicha Mona Hakosuf. The Torah is actually counting also the going for for as 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 part. Um, but the Chayyim the Torah has to count the Alicha. Let's for the Sefer Rashi says Litin Schar Alicha. To give payment or reward for going and also payment for for doing. So for going alone, you get schar. So, I don't know if Rashi's question is, it has to say Vayelchu, because in order to teach that Vayasu means that it's, rechen, that it's considered as if they did it, it has to say Vayelchu Vayasu, because otherwise we don't know when Vayasu, Vayasu could mean. Later on, as I said before. So the whole reason we're learning it is because it says, Vayelcho Vayasu. They went and they did. So why is Rashi asking again, uh, why is Rashi Afa Alicha Mona Kosuf? The Torah is not counting the Alicha, they're just telling the Alicha to tell us they did it right away. But maybe the Torah could have said another lotion to tell us. Why is it Vayelcho? To tell you, Schar Alicha and Schar Now it says, Kashetziv Hashem Es Meishavez Arin, Kenosu. So, so they did. So Rashi, not like a similar lahagit shvachon shel Yisrael. Lahagit shvachon shel Yisrael. This tells us kashetziv Hashem es Moshe tells us the praise of the Yidden that what shelohi pilu davar mikol mitzvos Meshvarin from all of the commands of Meshvarin. So how do you see it over here? Because the the chayra. Uh, the, the, um, the the verse should better say Kasher Tziva Kasher Tziva Moshe why does it say Kasher Tziva Hashem Es Moshe Ben Aaron so Rashi like I said before why did it say Kasher Tziva 
because in order to say instead of saying Arin, and then maybe and you know and then we see uh, in Moshe Aaron's instructions to them we don't find that Moshe Aaron repeated every single sentence that Hashem told him and he told them Yisrael. so but not because that Moshe didn't tell them. the Torah doesn't record every single sentence that Hashem told Moshe to tell them Yisrael. By the Torah writing now, I think that's what Rashi means here. By the Torah writing now that they did like Hashem did Moshe, this is telling us that they didn't miss anything that Moshe Rabbeinu told them, even from those things that the Pasuk is not recorded over here. So, that maybe one can think that they did, if it would have said just Moshe, maybe it could mean, or maybe it would mean like Moshe Aaron told them over here. Not like everything that Hashem, so that maybe would mean, maybe that's why he's counting this thing, because the Torah wants to say, they did like he told them, only these things. So Rashi says, no, because they did, means everything that Moshe Aaron told them, because Moshe Aaron must have told them everything. I don't know, it's a bit of shver over here. So then, why is the gate what a mau kein also, so what do you mean, so they did? It says already, they did. Vayasu, kashishon Moshe Aaron, kein also. So Rashi, af Moshe ve'arin kein also. Also Moshe and Aaron did so. I don't know, so what, is this a shvach for them? I mean, why would they not do so? Kashishon Moshe ve'arin, they did like Moshe ve'arin, they also did, I mean, why, why would be... Um, uh, why would the Pasuk have to tell us that they, they did so, uh, too? Because the Torah tells them, Dabro Bnei Yisrael means that they should speak to them, they shouldn't do it on their own. So it came also that they did it also, that, that also they did so. But here it doesn't say, just to tell you that what? That they also they did so. Or maybe, Yeah, needs to further investigation.